We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another Stay Hot live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, of course, joined by my favorite co-host, Matt and Theo. We're joined today by the host of the Long Shot podcast, yes. Doug Robson, Mr. Reed, is it? Yes. David Reed. Yes. David How did you guys decide who brings in your intro? Um, Matt was originally the one. I was originally the one to do it, but Bladen's better at it. So <laughs> you know it I see. Um, you you inflate my ego too. I, I enjoy not doing it. I like I think I think starting it off is incredibly hard. So it's a lot more relaxing to right. be the guy. Love it. Yeah. Just, there was like no debate. Like it just yeah. starts. Blaine just stepped up. So I was just curious. Yeah. It's just it works that way. Do you do you often run into a dispute as to who starts the show? The only dispute we had is I had always started it, but then I we had a little stretch where just Davis was doing the podcast during the playoffs. Oh. Um, so, so I, Davis I finally got, got my moment yeah, in, this, Davis, in this spot. Davis got pretty comfortable and he yeah. didn't want to relinquish responsibilities. So then when <laughs> I, I just came did a back, better job too. We had this like <laughs> awkward moment where we we're just like looking at each other. We we're like, so who starts this off? Uh, now I think I do it or maybe you do it. Yeah, I but know, Duncan, combination. I give Duncan a hard time because sometimes it sounds like we're a late night radio show when he brings us in. He's like, it's very subdued. Hello. He's like welcome. an NPR. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So you brought some energy, voice. which was great. a soothing voice. Have you ever done um, ASMR? Like, like you should do a session <laughs> like, ASMR. No. Do you know what that is? Yeah, like, of course. Of like course. tapping on the mic. One of my favorite things uh, on social media right now is the ASMR cooking stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. I don't know if they're reels or what. Well, I don't have, t- I was just telling you guys, I don't have TikTok, but on Instagram, they have these reels where they, they're like cooking and they're like going through the process of cooking and it's all the ASMR stuff. I follow a guy who's a chef and he just, he's like angry and he just is like critiquing all the like cooking, like ASMR stuff. And he'll just look at it with the most deadpan expression <laughs> ever. And he'll be like, that looks like the grossest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Why are you touching those? You, why aren't you changing your gloves when you make the chicken? The critique of the ASMR cooking is always better than the actual ASMR. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's just funny that he's deadpan, but yeah. 
Anyone. You see, they're like, I'll watch this until I wouldn't need it. You know, like, I like <laughs> yes. that. Yeah, right. I like that stuff. <laughs> yeah. We had a question on the last episode of the podcast. And since you've played in college and in summer league, you'd probably be more equipped to answer it. You know how people will be like, uh, could, the wor- could the worst NBA team lose to the best college team, right? And the answer is like, obviously, obviously no. no. Like, obviously, no, yeah. it's not worth talking about. Could the best college team possibly beat the worst summer league team? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. My my question and response. I need a little more information. <laughs> is, good. First That's, is yeah. first off, what rules is it? Is it college rules or NBA rules? Oh. Let's go with college. Difference. Let's say this. Let's say it's it's mostly young people on an on a summer league roster. Let's say you drop like your Heat summer league team from like 2019, right? Yeah. In like the Big Ten, all right, big like college rules. Yeah, like do how deep do they make it into the tournament? Maybe we'll phrase it like college rules. I think they would be the best team in the Big Ten. Okay, I think, but it's also interesting because like I didn't, you know, my senior year of Michigan, like I averaged nine points a game or eight points a game or something. Like I was very much a role player, and then I think I averaged like fifteen a game in summer league 17. my first year. We checked. Is that right? It was like, I, think it was, I think it was. Seven, I think it was seventeen six and my first three. year. My first year. Or what, I'm th- I'm talking. I think 2019. I think, no, I, yeah, I guess you're right then. With Kendrick Nunn and, and no, no, Alec that was Rowe. my second year. Okay, okay. Um, I was looking at that. But yeah, I think my first year was like somewhere around fifteen. So okay. it's like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. I do think the rules matter, but I mean, in theory, right? It's like everyone who's playing in summer league for the most part are, were the best players on their college team right, right. for the most part. So that alone, like if you get some time to actually like gain some continuity between each other, you would think that they would perform pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, but that's for like a good summer, like a good, right? Summer you're saying league. there's bad. Yeah, you're right. But like the, the difference there though, is that the good summer league teams are not, the best players, they weren't the best players in college. They're NBA players. Yeah. Like right. the teams that win summer league every year, are the teams that send the most NBA players, whether it be returning guys, guys that are coming back have already played summer league or have high draft picks. Like those are the best teams. Um, but you're right. The bad teams, it's usually honestly like our, the heat team, my year is a good example. We had bam. Who's obviously a really good player and Derek Jones, um, Derek Walton, those were like the three kind of like NBA players. And then the most of us were just undrafted guys because he didn't have a pick that year. But I think, I think we would have done well in the big 10. Okay. Okay. That's okay. yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I know if that's a comprehensive it. enough take, but I, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's a good I think question. I think that it was an interesting one. Yeah. And yeah, I think that you're right. I think like we looked at like the big three and on some of these, <laughs> like, I mean, because we were watching the magic with like Paulo, right? I'm like, is he playing with better or worse supporting cast than he was at Duke? Like, I don't know. I thought it was I thought it was really close. So that's the interesting thing though, is like, for example, Emmanuel Terry on that team. Yeah. Right. He was a division two college player. And somebody would say, Oh, well, you know, so and so from the Big Ten would be better than him. Emmanuel Terry's a really good basketball player and he's a really good professional basketball player. He's played overseas, he's been really good in the G League, he's had NBA opportunities. Like that guy is better than pretty much every big 10 center Um, or like Xavier Simpson. I mean, he's on that team as well. And those are like supporting guys. The other guys uh, on that team, like RJ Hampton's playing, he's an NBA player. You know what I mean? So it's, I I would still say that it's, it's the worst summer league team. Okay. Okay. And the magic are far from the worst summer league team. No, yeah. They're they're a good summer league team. Got the number one overall pick. Yeah, exactly. Right. Would you say like going into summer league, obviously there's like, how much time do you have to like 
be cohesive with the team? Like what kind of sets are there? Is it all just like kind of improv and stuff like that? Or is it like- That's the advantage college teams would have. That's right. What, that's, yeah, what, that's, that's what I said. That is yeah. the advantage. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much- the pre-draft stuff is a, it's a crazy stretch of time because you finish up on, you finish up school classes, whatever, all of a sudden you're right to working out, you're right to traveling around doing pre-draft workouts. Then the draft comes, you get like maybe one day and then you're basically reporting for summer league camp. Um, it just happens so fast. So yeah, there's not a lot of continuity. I think the good ones and the good organizations try to implement some sort of structure, but it's really hard to do. You know, you're draw you're drawing from all over. Um, and it's it's just it's tricky to get everyone on the same page in that short amount of time. Did that like affect you? Because you you do a lot of off ball stuff, and that that's a big part of your game. And I feel like that's a lot harder when you don't really have like you know, a lot of time to work together as a team. Um, yeah. Did that affect you in summer league? Not really. I mean, yeah, I, I was saying earlier that I I averaged more points my, in summer league than I did uh, at Michigan my last year. I had always felt like my game and I know it's something that gets thrown around a lot, but like my game trended better in the NBA in an NBA setting with more space, mm -hmm. um, more emphasis on shooting, more emphasis on kind of one guy having the ball spraying um, and like catching shoot, shoot actions. Like we didn't run a lot of those in Michigan. He just um, stood in the corner. Yeah. I basically <laughs> just stood in the corner. Seriously. So I also had the advantage of, for whatever reason, the front office for the heat, they had like kind of prioritized me. So like coming into camp, they knew I was like kind of on the radar in terms of somebody that they would maybe want to sign. So I got a lot of plays run for me. And once I made, started making some shots, I got more plays run for me. And like, you know, you get that compounding effect. Um, but yeah, I mean, you also run into that issue in summer league of like, especially, you know, guys coming back or, or young guys are trying to prove themselves you know, there's not a lot of ball movement. Like you see some bad basketball in summer league. You just do. That's just yeah. the nature of it. Like so. we, we saw uh, Boncaro had like eight turnovers in, in the game against yeah. the Kings. Right. Like they ended up winning that game. But, right. you know, he had some really messy offensive moments. Yeah. That, that's like, you know, I, I got to imagine if you're the magic, that's like what you expect, right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. a young kid, first overall pick, like he's going to be out there trying to get his and, and like, he's going to force it at times as well. Like very rarely do you see somebody and, and he's been great. And like, that's yeah. something that you would rather have that and then teach him to draw it back than trying to like motivate him to like play with that sort of aggression and, and kind of like purpose. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just what you get. Um, yeah. But I do, I do love, there's something about the summer league brand of basketball. It is, <laughs> it is fun to watch. Certainly it was well suited for this guy. He had some dunks that was like came yeah, out of nowhere dunks, when yeah. he was playing. That might be the last time I dunked the basketball. Yeah. Honestly. There was an energy here that just things shifted. Yeah, Vegas. I mean, what do you guys think of Vegas? How long have you guys been out here? We've been this, out here. This is our second year. Third, <clears throat> it's our third time here. Third time. Third time. Cause we were here last year for summer league, of course. And then um, we were here during the NFL draft. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. This is our first time all being 21 together here. Ooh. How old are you guys? We're all 21 now. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I turned 21 about a week ago. Gosh, uh, so. I feel so old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been a little bit of a different experience this time around because of that. I mean, we got to go lose a bunch of money at the there you go, <laughs> blackjack yeah. table. and It's a rite of passage right, right. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was not prepared for how fast we, you lose it. Like, yeah. well, I don't depends know. What, you're what were you guys playing? Well, the first one was roulette, and I bet on, yeah, I had $100, and I put it on black. Yes. It, it hit red. You put and all it was your just, money on the roulette. It was just gone. I was like, oh, all right. Well, roulette is the fastest way to lose money. It's yeah. so fast. And it's like, I didn't realize there would be minimums 
Like I didn't, I was like, oh, I'll just like bet it at like 20 bucks at a time. No, you're going to bet it a hundred bucks at a time. It's like, (laughs) you got to find the right places. The minimums, you got to find the five, 10, $15 minimums. Yeah. What we learned is that we shouldn't be betting in the win. (laughs) Right. We should be betting in on. We love the win. Beautiful place. Yeah, We love it. But But if if you you want cheap gambling, maybe not. Yeah. I think they have like $15. Got to find the right time. They have, they had 25 occasionally. Like very, rare. I think there was like one or two tables. We had to, there was, I mean, we had slots and those were like pretty yeah. cheap. Yeah. I've like, actually never played slots it's in not, my life. It's not that fun. It, it's, it's awful. <laughs> there was one, really terrible. Did you yeah. win anything in slots? No. Uh, I have a 20 cent voucher hey. in my wallet right now. There you go. But that's you go. still, you still lost the money. I like, still lost about still, $25 getting it. Yeah, but, right. Um, you have something it, to hang your head on. So one. many of them are just like, like we played this one that was like, the walking undead theme. And it was <laughs> like all the these, like, like, I don't even know what wins you things. Like you press the button. Plus like a lot of them are electronic. So it's like, I don't even, try, I don't even get the satisfaction. Right. Like, pulling right, the lever. Right, right. And then it's like, oh, you got a, three zombies, uh <laughs> playing card and a demon. And then it's like <laughs> literally showing like all these patterns on the screen. Like you just won $1 and three cents. <laughs> yeah, you lose me there. Like, That's my like, problem too. I, I, I at least want to know the rules. I want to know what I win when it happens, when it comes right. up. Like I would just... I would roll something or, or pull something and I would just like take whatever. Yeah, that sounds right, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we actually went to this one table. To pl- it was a three card poker and we had no idea how to play. And this lady explained the rules to us in full. And then we just ended up leaving because we, we, we still were still- She's like, do you, think, do you get it now? And we're like, still no, so <laughs> no, sorry. And then we left to go play blackjack. Which yeah. is and then easy. we actually did- Decent in blackjack, and no, then, no, and then we lost all our money anyway. That's uh, usually how it goes. Yeah. They inspire a little bit of hope, and then they just yeah. crush your soul. Can I ask you? Do you you gamble here when you come? Yeah, yeah. How much? Like, if you were to lose a hundred dollars instantly, does that like put a pit in your stomach? Or at this point, do you just are like it's only? Uh, I'm still. I like to say I'm not cheap, but I am. I'm still frugal. So like I, you know, I'm very. I try not to waste money just right, in general. Right. But like, I also know if you're going to play blackjack, like you got to pay to play. Like that's just part of it. You're going to lose money. You know, sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. Well, you're definitely going to lose more than you win, but a um, hundred dollars, not so much. I'm okay with that. You know, if we start getting up there, then it's like, yeah, I always think my first thought is like, I always think of all the other things I could have done with that money. Right. Yeah. You know, like that, which is a very natural reaction. Um, <laughs> He's playing hundred dollar hands. So if he loses a hand, he loses a hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, dude, he that. also Let's is very frugal. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Let's not sit here and act like a hundred dollar hands is like, no, 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 no. Out, but like they asked big, if you lose a hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, you, if you, I'm sure you guys have seen it. Some of my counterparts and peers, they'll, they'll do $2,000 hands oh. easily. You know, they'll just, yeah. they'll just play. I mean, that's also, I was having this conversation with Davis and I'm going to try to say this without coming across as, oh dear, <laughs> as like, I don't know, but it's, I'm in an interesting spot because I still get annoyed when I lose or bothered. Like I do have that pit when I lose, you know, four or 500 bucks. But if I win four or 500 bucks, right. it doesn't really, you know, it's just yeah. like, whatever, like, so I'm in this weird spot where I either need to not play at all, or I just need to like bet significantly more, but I, but I'm not comfortable betting more. Right. So it's like, <laughs> it's a weird spot to be Right. In. Cause with yeah. us, like if we were to win $400, it would be like, let's go. So you don't even get the upside of like, these, exactly. Yeah, of that's like, oh, that's the winning. struggle that I'm, I'm going through right now. I, yeah. no. I get it. No, for sure. I, I like how you mentioned that. Like you think of all the other stuff you can do with that money. 
Sometimes we like to compare, you know, to McChickens back when they yeah. were back when they were a dollar. A dollar right? <laughs> it's like man, five hundred McChickens. I could have had five hundred McChickens. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's a good way to do it for sure. Think of all the people you could feed. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All the homeless people just yeah. give them a McChicken. McChickens for everybody. Exactly. What are your guys' favorite like games to play in Vegas? So I'm strictly blackjack. It's pretty easy to understand. Yeah. Um, he last summer when we were out here got me into craps. Okay. Craps. craps is fun because you're all in it together. Everyone at the table is essentially wants everybody to win. Real okay. team team oriented game. Yeah. So it makes it fun because the energy at those tables gets pretty high. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys played any craps? No, we I have, have no not, idea. We have not. We'll we lost some. our money so fast on blackjack. <laughs> and then well, if you're still gambling, maybe you're not. But if we are, if you are, we'll play some. Okay. Yeah. I would you get a Give good time, get some good, good energy going, get hot, get one roller, starts, you know, rattling them off. It's a good time. I would absolutely be down. I would yeah. absolutely be down. Yeah. I had another question. I can't remember what it was. Heat culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heat culture. We were, or I, going into that, I was going to say that there's heat culture, but there's also, I was thinking like, an NBA team in Las Vegas is like kind of a probability. I don't know if it's a probability, but like it's it looks no pretty. Secret. It looks pretty solid. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Would, do you think like players? Because you play in Miami, which is like if I'm thinking of like the most like cities with the most things to do, yeah. Miami is one. Most vices. Yeah, yeah, and and Vegas is one. So I'm saying like as a Miami player, like when teams come to town. Do you, do you notice them like maybe being half a step slower? Is yeah, it like the yeah. Miami flu real or? Yeah, I mean, that? that's, a, that's a real home court advantage that we like kind of jokingly talk about. You know, I mean, everyone circles the Miami trip on their calendar as yeah. soon as the season comes out. Uh, most teams spend extra nights in Miami when they come to Miami. It looks very different than your trip to not Oklahoma City. Yeah, not to, yeah, thank you. I wasn't going to take a shot at any particular <laughs> I'm city. a Green Bay Packers. I would, I, if you were in sports to take a trip to Green Bay or yeah, whatever, yeah. I'm a um, Cleveland fan. So, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we acknowledge it. We know that it's real. And like some guys, sometimes guys will joke about it. You know what I mean? Like, they be like, oh man, like I was out late last night or dinner or whatever, you know, like dinner and then whatever extracurriculars ensue afterwards. Um, but yeah, it's always different because like when you live in Miami, <clears throat> it's a totally different experience because I, I like hardly ever, well, I'll, I'll like maybe go to dinner, but like that's really the extent of what I do in Miami, you know, because it's like yeah. if it's readily available for you all the time, you, you don't have the same level of like interest or excitement, you know? For sure. Yeah, you're kind of numb to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you just have your routine, like when you're home, you have your routine that you're kind of locked into and uh yeah, you know, I'm certainly not one that has all those activities in my routine, <laughs> you know, so. I remember one of my favorite moments from the playoffs or like, I think it was like game one of Celtics Heat. Marcus Smart was out and on the sideline, he was wearing like a Hawaiian uh, shirt yeah. and like sunglasses. Yeah. And like everyone on Twitter was like, oh yeah, Marcus Smart tonight, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's in Miami, he's going to go out and have a There's a great thing that was circulating. I think you might've sent it to me of it's like him like, very aggressively like talking to everybody while he's wearing that. And they're like, they put like the, you know, whatever subtitles over it. It's like acting as if he's a promoter. Like, here's the plan. This is what we're going to do. We're going to go out to prime One Twelve, and then we're going to go to live. And then we're going to, you know, the whole thing. It's like a really funny little like montage that was like making its rounds uh, after that. So, yeah. What are your guys's, I guess, last question, then we'll maybe yeah. wrap. What are your guys's like favorite, as you guys have probably been more places than us, like favorite cities in America. We got 
You're going to me? Yeah, 100%. Kansas City, best city in America. I, by far. Really? I mean, that's just a homer. No, it's a homer. It's thousand. Favorite cities uh, in America. Or, in, I, or in the world. I was, well, I was going to say, in the NBA, one of my favorite cities is Toronto. That's okay. why. That's okay. why. Um, great place to, to visit. Uh, it's kind of like a cleaner New York is like a, I like to describe. It. And I, I really like New York, so that's not a shot at New York. Um, but there's like great food. Uh a lot of like cultural diversity and it's cold. So if you, if you don't like the cold, probably stay away. But uh, I mean, that's one that people really like. Uh, I like Chicago as well. Chicago is a great Midwest city. Spent a lot of time in the Midwest, but outside of that, like a lot of people obviously love LA and New York and those are good times. But uh, I, I prefer like, kind of like the hidden gems. Uh, not that Toronto is necessarily a hidden gem. Chicago. Chicago or Toronto, but like in terms of what's talked about, right. Like amongst the league, like right. it's uh, very, like all the answers you'll get would be Miami and LA okay. basically yeah. and New York. Yeah. Give those. a deep cut. Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> uh, an NBA team, but other yeah, cities, Springfield, Missouri. other cities that I really like. Oh man. I actually do like Kansas city. Come have, you, on. have you guys ever been there? I have no, I never been there. I've been to underrated. the Missouri City. Where's Mizzou? That's Col Columbia. Columbia. Yeah. I've been there. A um, great college campus. I could not believe how nice the Missouri college campus It's is. unreal. There were t-shirts that said, Missouri, it's not that bad, <laughs> is what they said. And I was like, yeah, I kind of thought it would be no, coming it's into true. this. I grew up, both my parents went to the University of Kansas. So it's like the, the strongest rivalry where I'm from is KU-Mizzou. So I expected to hate it, but I had some friends who went to school there and it's one of my favorite college campuses I've ever been on. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Great. I actually really like Scottsdale, Phoenix and Scottsdale really? as well. Old Town, said, yeah. yeah. Phoenix is a really interesting place because like downtown Phoenix like is not, it's like the fifth biggest city in the world by population. But like downtown Phoenix is nothing like yeah. downtown. It's Scottsdale. Everyone, it's Scottsdale where everyone's yeah. at or Tempe if you're a college kid, you yeah. have a mill. But yeah, it's it's a really unique city. I. I agree. There's, there's a lot of, everything in Phoenix is very weird. Cause it's all like, there's no competition. Like clubs are here. Yeah. Like banks are here. Like it's not all throughout. It's like in the yeah. different locations. But gotcha. I liked it when I went, when I went to go visit you, I thought Phoenix yeah. was pretty sick. Yeah. It was a cool city. Yeah. Especially in the winter, especially in the yeah, winter. Yeah. Summer obviously Dude. probably gets super hot, right? Yeah, it yeah. does. Do you guys golf? I've, I've started <laughs> trying to get into that. I have a buddy who golfs and he's really, really good. Yeah. And he started teaching me. There you go. I mean, it's a great place to golf. There's a lot of great golf courses out there. Phoenix, Scottsdale area. If good, you're good interested bird watching city too. I haven't golfed in a long time. I, I grew up golfing, but it's been, a, it's been left. Yeah, you can pick so it you up, some game. You yeah, can pick some game. Yeah, I, I can always pick it up. I'm sure you can pick it but up. Thank you too. I know you have busy schedules, so we're going to let no, you all go. You. No, of thank course. you both for coming on. on. Thanks for having thanks. us, man. An I hope you guys, uh, yeah, thanks for, for letting us be a part of it. And, uh, yeah, we'll do something again at some point. We'll play craps later. We're, yeah, 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 we'll, we'll play, play some craps. craps. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. We don't leave until tomorrow, so. There we go. Same. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Thanks, guys. Yeah, of yeah. course. All right, we're going to keep going. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Not <laughs> <laughs> Duncan Robinson and Davis Reed, ladies and gentlemen. The goats. The goats. The goats. All right, well. That was that. Now that was it's that. just us. Now it's, it's just, just us it boring three. Never played. You guys can go ahead. We've never played. Tune out. I know you guys don't want to go listen to you us. You know, here's, here's the thing is, you know, we didn't check the comments that entire, <laughs> that entire segment. Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I'm sorry, guys. Comment section. And, and normally, I think we do a pretty decent job during our lives of, of reading. But also, my phone in here does not get service in the studio because of the, I think the walls are just Actually, like Matt, if thick. you could toss me my iPad, I can read them on my iPad. That would be a little bit easier than like having my phone out. But at yeah. any rate, uh, we were talking, I don't know. We're here. Yeah, we're here in Vegas. I will I tell you this to all the kids at home. Like, if you do come here, you know, it, you have to gamble. That's the thing. I will, peer, it is, I will peer pressure you. You will lose money. <laughs> but you have to do You it. have to have the mindset that like you are paying that amount of money to gamble for a little bit, play the game. You got to do it, but you're not like you're losing it. So like if you're spending 150, 20, like however much you put in to play for a little bit. And if you win, you know, cool. If not, that was kind of. Yes. And I would almost say like some advice. One, one thing I wish I did before this was Google all the games, like the three card. And there's a bunch of like, like games here that I just don't know what they are. Mm -hmm. So I would like, Next time I'm going to like research what all these things are. So <laughs> I gonna, don't, I'm not just relegated to like roulette and blackjack. You're going to know like all the rules of those slot machines. <laughs> and like I'm going to know exactly patterns. what like Mario's going to know exactly how oh, he's going to lose you got seven zombies. That's <laughs> bro, big bro, time, dude. Look, when it goes diagonal demon, <laughs> lucky charm, demon, that, that's a wild card and your bonus triples. Like, Duh. yeah, I, <laughs> it's so it's, clear. And that's why you get 40 cents. Right. right. And that's why you get 40. You got to filter in the taxes of Las Vegas. And once the you taxes. work all that out, it comes down to- The rules are, are, are so confusing that it really just feels like you're pressing the button to lose money. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of- I don't even know what I'm hoping for. At least with like the physical ones where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I want three sevens or I want three yes. pairs. It's like I, that I can understand, but- yeah, and at least like when you're playing blackjack, you can like let them know if you want to hit or, you know, stay. blackjack. Yeah, blackjack. I 100 percent understand. I I got down to like twenty five dollars and I got back up to a hundred, which is what I started with. Yeah. You were you I were kind of hot. I got a, I, I, I got three in a row. I, I just got, wanted to win one game. I got so hosed, man. I had the double aces. I had two aces, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And it's like if you do that, you have to split them. Like yeah. that's just a potential to win so much because the ace is the best thing you can get. So I split them and then I just like. Both of them just totally flopped instantly, instantly, <laughs> and that was bad. And that's why I went out early. But yeah, I, I feel like I've got the potential to win, to win in blackjack. Which I, I, I mean, I, you always have the potential. I mean, you won money like in some of the rules with the slots, and I also think they've got here like they've got the amazing sports screen. Mm -hmm. Like you can like legitimately like get a ticket to like sports bet. I think that we haven't done that, but that would be super fun. Is like watch a game in this environment with the whole like mm -hmm. with the whole yeah. screens of like every sport like every sport it's crazy and so like betting there watching that with your friends with like a drink or something i think that that would be fun as well that could be something fun. we haven't I agree. tried yet is like place a sports ticket on something we'll have to come back here during like i don't know nfl playoffs or something yeah because right now i mean there's like mlb and and summer oh, league so like MLB. the 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 like actual like educated bets that we're placing are like- Yeah, that. very, very low quality. I wanted to ask, I thought about asking Duncan uh, what, what his thoughts on Sacramento were, <laughs> the city of Sacramento, Sacramento, but I was too afraid that he would just <laughs> say something no, negative about it. Probably be like, what? 
That's a what city? city? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that purple team. <laughs> the purple team. <laughs> the purple team. <laughs> I looked up like when we did the mascots thing, I looked up the Sacramento Kings mascot and it's, it's just like, like, a like lion, a, right? It's like a lion, but it's like King of the jungle. But it's kind of like a horrifying. It's like not like. <laughs> it's because it's a bro sports mascot. Can't be anything else. I don't know. Gorilla better. <laughs> the gorilla is funny. The gorilla is the best one. I don't know. But that, that I, I really I really do think mascots are so much better when it's just like something completely nonsensical and unrelated to the team. Maybe maybe the Suns gorilla has some deeper meaning. No, literally, literally the deep, the lore of the Suns gorilla was it was supposed to be just like a one-time thing and everybody thought it was so funny and cheered so loud <laughs> that they kept it for like 50. It was like an OG like shit post. It was like <laughs> one of the like, oh, it's so funny that a guy in a gorilla costume is here for the Suns and they just, he got the loudest applause and then they're like, it's, we're it, just going to keep it. It's so like, literally it's like it goes Lemon back Boy. to the fact. That's awesome. It's yeah. like Lemon Boy. Yeah. It's a little. Exactly, it's, a, it's, a, it's exactly like lemon. It's. I said lemon ice cream one time, and and now yeah, I, it became a you, meme. You That's have what, talked about lemon ice cream more than one time. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm saying that on that tweet, I was like, oh, I like lemon ice cream. They're like, what's lemon ice cream? And the meme was born. We were talking about this earlier. Richard Jefferson. I don't think he's in the studio, but he is our esteemed. We've seen him around. Um, he walked by and he is our esteemed co-worker here at Blue Wire. He'll, he will be refing a summer league game to like, I think the today, second quarter the of second quarter. Knicks Portland. No, I, it is. Yeah. New York versus Portland. He will be refing. And I think that's so funny. We were talking about earlier, like if you can't have him be a legitimate referee, cause I think you posed the question. You're like, is he going to be doing that all year? It's like, <laughs> no, you can't have, uh, analyst to be a referee because at some point during the job, you're going to say like, I don't think that this, I don't love this player. I, he's foul baiting. Maybe something the best like refs that. would be analyst. Maybe, maybe the best refs. Are, He'll be I foul baiting. Like, and then you can't have someone go say that and then go ref a game unless it's like one quarter of a summer league game. But I think it would be, I would listen to a like ref podcast. Yes. The ref podcast, dude. So that would quickly. be so fun. stay ref. They would, I mean, Logistically, I don't know if the refs can be like, "Yeah, I'm calling a foul on this guy." God, Harden's tomorrow. foul baiting is so annoying. He's going to be <laughs> out by the first. Call it. He's getting six by the end of the second quarter. If oh. I'm refing the game, so yeah, they're just talking about like they're deb- the refs are debating. So they're like, "So, Devin Booker, do we give him the superstar calls? <laughs> does he get to that no. level? Does he get the LeBron? I, you know, Scott, I don't think he does get those superstar calls." <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, you know, they well, were down by four. That's when a superstar has got to take over in the fourth quarter. And he only had two shots in that time. I got to see more from you. And that's what makes you, you're putting the team on your back. I didn't see that from Devin Booker. So I will not be giving him those shootings. That actually, that's interesting. I mean, superstar calls are for sure a thing, right? You think the refs ever like disagree on who's a superstar and who's not. So it's like some refs are going to give, I don't know, like Devin Booker the superstar calls and some won't. Yeah, some like them more. Some like them more. I don't know. I, I see this comment of uh, Gabe Breers saying that he started asking his parents the question of the day at dinner. Hey, that's, yeah, that's, great, that's stay hot bringing is, families this, together. I say, that's well, all I got to say. This is how we really expand our audience, you know? This is why <laughs> we're wholesome content. We're wholesome content. And this is why when we hit 5,000 on the chalkboard, 
He was gonna I trust, I trust that all the, fan, the, the, fan the fans will be make so me wholesome by then. Wholesome he's just going to go like volunteer. I'm going to volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to anyway. make me like, yeah, you guys are going to make me like go feed the hungry at a soup kitchen. <laughs> I, you're not going to make me twerk or shake my head or do anything like that. I know. You're going to go help people across the street. And stuff <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to help old ladies across the street. Yeah, when we hit 5,000 and I'm like, it's up to the will of the people what I do all day. Um, I, I have 100% faith it's going to be like, call your mom. <laughs> tell her that you love her. <laughs> call your mom. Tell her that you <laughs> Oh, it's pronounced Briars. My bad. I apologize. Apologize. Um, should, we, should we tease the idea of the slight rebranding we're thinking of doing? Oh, Wadcast. We were talking about no, no, not that. Wadcast. We're changing the Stay Hot's name to Wadcast. We haven't run this by anybody. We haven't else, run this by the producers. They're, they're all usually, I'm sure they'll be like cool about it. So, <laughs> yeah, can we get this adjusted? Stay, we, stay Hot Lore is the original name idea that we had for Stay Hot was Wadcast. Well, the the lore is that thinking of a name for a podcast, we spent is like, like three hours on. A call. It's funny and because it the like, only thing that we came up with was. Wadcast, which is like a joke, terrible name. And just like all podcast, the momentum. All the momentum. Or all the momentum. Like that. that one was not so bad. That one, that one was not so bad. bad. But they uh, blew wire camp with Stay Hot. And I think Stay Hot's actually pretty it's, good. It's snappy. Yeah. I think it's good. It is good. Um, but that's, oh, that's shout not out the, to them. They, not, like, they had it they had right a better away name, in the yeah. meeting, too. And I was yeah. like, dang. Thank God. Yeah. I literally would have, yeah. they could have named it like, Podcast McPodcast face, and I would have been like, whatever. I was <laughs> podcast just so podcast. Yeah, the podcast. Yeah, whatever. It could have been horrible, and I would have been like, as long as it has a name. But as long as it has, we a were name. talking about that. We were talking about like wad just podcast with a W. If any of you guys are like thinking of starting your own podcast, there's just a free name idea. Just go with wadcast, wadcast. with a W. Just we get every. If you make any money, you're gonna have to send us like most of it. Yeah, like what. 50, 60 percent? 50, yeah. 50 more percent? Than, more than that. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> that wasn't the rebranding I was referring to. I was talking about uh, the potential of using one of the songs from my album as the new intro. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Absolutely, I think so. yeah. I mean, our current, I am not married at all to the current guitar riff. All right. I'll say that. I like, didn't write fine. it. That's all. I'm it's fine. It's, I don't it's, know it's, who it's fine. It's just not Bladen Kurt. It's not Bladen Kurt. It's not me. I don't know. I feel like it's like we can do. What it is. I don't yeah, know. I that's, exactly, I don't, that's exactly what it is. I don't I know who wrote it. It's like three chords, but we. It is possible to do better, and I think it is. That, I think it's, that it's maybe it. it's maybe a little too rock and roll for us. You know, well, like don't well, get me wrong. I'm gonna keep it. A stack, I'm gonna keep it a stack with you, man. We might not want to use. No, you're. I, 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 th- I thought that your, your album was pretty good. I, I don't think, I don't think it's like quite as rock Alternative and roll. blues, but like. But I, I don't know. I, I, I don't mind the intro music. I think it's like pretty standard solid. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. we used to do a cold to open. We used to open Did with we? like, a, remember? Like we used to oh, open yeah. with like a, a five second clip from like. I And I've said before, I think we should go back to it. I think it would be cool. I don't have a strong opinion about that. I don't have you know what? Opinion. Everyone go join the chalkboard and let us know what we should do. These live streams so often just turn into like a meeting between us about like no, I, <laughs> what we're doing. We, we've done this. We've done this on live streams. And we do this at the end of podcasts. At where the end it's, of podcast, it's, <laughs> where it's just like meeting. spitballing content ideas for the future. See, Bladen, we were talking earlier about how like you do the intros now. Yeah. You, your gaff for this live was awesome where you, you okay your go-to is my two favorite 
co-host, but this time you just you said, said my favorite co-host, Matthew. And Did I? Theo. Yes, yeah. you, I almost. I laughed. I, I my favorite. <laughs> now, now, Duncan. Oh, and see, Davis I feel bad. Me. No, no, you're absolutely I fine. Feel bad. I thought it was funny. I laughed, but you were like, my, <laughs> "Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Stay Hot live stream with my favorite co-host, Matt and Theo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Um, for real. Uh, don't I hate me. to break it to you, Theo. <laughs> That's all right. No, um, that's all right. Regular stay hot listeners know that's not what you meant. That, that is not what I ever listened. That to is not what I meant. What are the comments saying? I'm just the comments are saying, uh, "Does Duncan listen to Death Grips?" Well, he's gone. Ah, <laughs> so we should ask him. I've asked. I'm so interested in that. If there are any NBA players who like listen to Death Grips, For sure. There's a lot of NBA players. One of them has to. One of them has to. But I just don't think it's that. You My think, guess. Do you was, think Taco Fall listens to Death Grips? What? Why would he listen to Death Grips? <laughs> Of all people, no, I don't think he does. I'm just saying, we know. saw him. That was a we guy did see we did see Taco Fall in the hallway. we've seen yeah we've seen a lot of NBA players. We've seen a lot of NBA we saw Nadamikin Sue. Yeah, Nadamikin we did. Sue. You did. I we I walked right by him and I did not even like register. I, I mean, he has by. an extremely recognizable face and he's enormous. He's an, yeah, I, I do <laughs> so, not. I do not doubt you. It's it's really crazy to come here for summer league. It's cool. Um, Everybody here is like so ridiculously tall. Especially Taco Man. And I feel bad for him being that tall just because it's like, you know, it just, it, you can't help but like, just it just demands your attention. Like, yeah. But anyway. I mean, yeah, I, it's, um, and because it, it's like, it's not only the players, it's all the personnel. And then of course, like, if, if you're going to be an NBA personnel guy, odds are you probably played basketball. If you played basketball, odds are you're tall. So, um, we feel pretty short, but it's cool. You see everyone walking around. Going to the summer league games is like really chill. They've got like multiple games going on at once. You can go in there. Yeah, Miles Garrett's um, courtside. And Garrett. last yeah. year, Lamelo. We, we walked past Lamelo and Leangelo. Yes. Um, I swear to God, Leangelo is shorter than his listed height on um, on the Hornets roster. That was What's my main listed height? I think it's like six foot five or something. Or six foot four. And I'm like, I, I'm 90% sure he's shorter than me. Like when we walked by. So that was also fun. But I don't know. I, my guess of like NBA players who are like most likely to listen to Death Grips. My guess was KG. That was my guess. He seems like he would. I'll, he's it. not. But then I looked up like what is KG's favorite songs, and he said Portishead in an interview one time. And I'm like, that's pretty close. Like in terms I don't know of them. oh Portishead, you know a couple Portishead songs probably. But someone said, what happened to the voice messages at the end of pods? There's a lot of you know like cool segments that we can bring back. Um, but you know, when you have a bunch of them, you can't have them all in. Then you have this this oversaturated piece of content. Also, a lot of them were about like NFL fans calling in about like yes. and ranting about like their how their team lost and like there's no we don't really cover a lot of the sports that are happening right now, so we kind of shied away from that. Slightly. That's fair. That is fair. I'm so bad with like keeping up with like series that I start right. Like I don't think I've ever finished a series all the way through. Like except for maybe my record predictions. Like, I am I can tell you right now, I'm not going to get through the entire interception series yeah. that I do. It yeah. just is, like, so much. It's like, I forget about it, and I just move on to the next thing. And it's kind of the it's same hard. thing with the podcast. Is like That's the thing with my top 100, man. I've gotten to the point where it's like, I'm, like, six, or I'm 40 guys in. Well, you have the rest of your list all done. I mean, you can, like... The list is done. I could, I have all... You could I've, keep doing that, and then at the end, just, like, recap... The entire thing, sort of. Yeah, that's an interesting way to do it. Because that's know. what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a top 100 list, and I'm just going to talk about it all at once. Fair enough. 
But yeah, I won't get to do that until like the day the season starts <laughs> because that's how I set up my top 100. But um, I don't know. I'm trying to read these comments. Cur- Curry definitely listens to Death Grips. Curry does not listen to Death Grips. No way. How do you know? Curry is just not that kind of dude, man. Like Curry, Curry does not listen to Death Grips. Like you gotta, I would see like Patrick Beverly listening to Death Grips. You've got to be more of a of a turbulent, chaotic personality, I think. And I, I don't think of that. I could see Draymond listening to it. I don't know. I think you've kind of got to be an enforcer. What NBA players listen to Blatant Kirk? That's the real question. <laughs> Hopefully all of them soon. All of them soon. We, you missed the opportunity to say Duncan you Robinson. You could have said, you could have played, played the album. I could have plugged my album. Dun- and Duncan Udonis Haslam was here earlier too. You could have like both of them. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. okay. I, 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 I take my L's when I do. <laughs> I don't know. But do we have anything else? I have, I don't know. Maybe. What are the comments saying? Are there any uh, other pressing questions? During a dry off season, I would love calling guests once a week, like at the end of pod or something. Hmm. Like calling guests during a dry off season. That is interesting. Like they call in and they're on the show. Kind of like it's um, definitely like, like PFF does something like it's, it's kind of, we already kind of have done something like that before where people call in and like leave questions and we answer them. Right. I've, I mean, done, we, I've done things where like I'm on Instagram or I'm on TikTok live. Right. And like, there's a feature to let random people who request to join, join. I've done that before. I've, I've like had random people join. The problem is like a lot of them don't have like podcast voices and it can kind of be like a little underwhelming from an well, energy standpoint, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's definitely tricky to set up. And no, the reason why, we, we stopped doing stuff like that is because <laughs> it was so hard to hear. Yes, there was like some technical difficulties with it. The, uh, the thing we use to record the podcast sometimes gets a little um, Riverside, it's called. Is a great is a great website to record podcasts on. It, no, it, it really it. is. Like it, does ha- like it does have benefits like over Zoom. Yes. Um, but like, you it know, it's, it's also like, it's a tricky software to get right. Yes, it's, the, it's um. We're also I've well, Bladen is very much the most like. You're very tech savvy. I'm a software engineering major and a math minor. Like, I am not. <laughs> I'm yeah. so not. I kind of hate computers a little bit. Um, like like the most frustrating thing is like when you know like when you feel like you're doing something right and the computer just isn't working and you don't know the reason why. I can't stand that. It makes me so mad. It's like worse than road rage. Um, and then Theo, I don't know how you you feel technically. I used to feel smart, and now I feel dumb. Yeah, I feel like it's. I already feel like yeah. I'm starting to feel like a because I've as a kid, I feel like I did a really good job with computers, and I could get a lot of the things done, and I could fix a lot of the issues that would pop up. Like when I was in middle school, especially. Like I, I really think I was like more tech savvy then than I am now. Now I just am like I don't know. But I don't know. I, I feel dumb a lot like that, but I think that's part of the process. I mean, that's part of the, like, is you, you feel, realize how much. Yeah, you, you feel dumb and then you, you figure it out and then you feel really smart and then you run into another problem and you feel dumb again. It's just like the nature of the beast, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I well, I don't have too much more to say. Are you guys making another TikTok fantasy league? Ooh, I have not thought about that. We'll we, see. We should. We totally should. We should. We could do something. I don't know. We could we could throw in some new ideas to it or whatever. I we don't we, have to run are we, back. Exactly I, that was about to say. Like, do we bring back the original cast? I, I think. I don't know. 
Maybe. I mean, we're, we could do, I don't know. We could do a maybe a blue wire one. I a know. blue we're wire? We're like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll we're, see. We're, we're spitballing we'll at this see. point. We're, again, we're getting to the point where it's like, we're we're spit we're trying to like do a meeting and create we're content. Doing a, we're doing a meeting. We're doing we're doing it again. But yeah, yeah. But that pretty much wraps things up for us. Um, it's been a great time in Vegas. We're gonna have some really cool surprises for you guys coming up soon. In oh yeah, a couple uh, of days here, we'll Los Angeles, Los Angeles content. So, yeah, that'll be really fun. And until next time, as always, from. Corn boy, bird boy, Matt. You still have to. God. You still have to give me new You're ideas. Corn boy, bird every boy, single time. every single time until you, grateful until, dead until, boy. <laughs> grateful. We will see you. Grave digger. Um, we we'll catch you, you on the flippity flop. <laughs>